Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to have you along with us today as we get into the Word of God and allow it to transform our lives. It's powerful. The Word of God, it's precious, it's a treasure, it endures forever, and it makes us into true saints through faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. We've been talking about getting uh, about speaking right. There's so much in the Bible about speech. In fact, sometimes I wonder if there's more verses in the Bible about what we say than what we do. We do want to be people who, we don't want to be people who just talk the talk and don't walk the walk. But there's so much in the Bible about talking the talk. And we want to be people whose words are life-giving. We read in Proverbs that death and life are in the power of the tongue. That includes your tongue, brothers and sisters. Your tongue has the ability to bring out the best in others, to bring life to them, to give them hope, encouragement, inspiration. And your tongue has the capacity to cut people down, to destroy them, to destroy their reputation, to destroy their their spirit, to crush their spirit. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. This morning, we yesterday, we talked about how since no one can tame the tongue, as James says, the key, to, the key to good speech is a good heart. Jesus told us in Matthew 12 that the mouth speaks from that which fills the heart. If your heart is filled with anger, bitterness, revenge, envy, jealousy, you're not going to have good speech. If your heart is filled with love, and kindness, goodness, love for God, love for others. If, you, if you're filling your heart with that which is good and true and pure and right, as we read in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, then your speech, with the overflow of your mouth, will be what's good and gracious and life-giving. But sometimes we're not like that. And so we want to talk this morning about guarding our mouth. Look at what the Proverbs says. Remember, Proverbs is a book written from a dad to his son, and it's about how he can be successful in life, what he needs to do to be a true successful man. And in Proverbs 13, he says this, the one who guards his mouth preserves his life. The one who opens wide his lips comes to ruin. What an interesting thing for our day and age. So many young people today, and so for not just young people, but for a generation, have been taught to emote. They've been taught to rant. They've been taught to rave. They've been said, if it comes in your mind, just let it out. Express it. Don't hold anything back in. They've never learned self-control. They've never learned to put a guard over your mouth, over their mouth. They just, whatever comes into their mind, they say it. Without thinking, without a filter, without without any kind of hesitation or thought given to it. And what does it say? It says that such people, their lives come to ruin. Oh, I'll bet you can identify with this because I know I can. How many times have we said something that no sooner was it out of our mouth, we said, oh, I wish I could take that back. But you can't take it back. Once words come out of your mouth, you can't take them back. They're out there and they land. They land in someone's ear and they might go straight into their soul, their heart, their mind, and they're remembered. And so he, the, the proverb Solomon is warning his son, guard your mouth. 
Don't just, if you just open wide your lips and say whatever you want to say, whatever comes to your mind, you're going to come to ruin. Look in Proverbs 21, 23 says this, he who guards his mouth and his tongue guards his soul from troubles. Oh, I have found that when I say something I really regret, I say something painful and hurtful to others. My goodness, sometimes it can take, you know, it it came out of my mouth in a matter of a few seconds. It can take hours, days, weeks, months, years to fix what, what, what you messed up. Maybe never. Maybe, some, maybe someone will never forgive you for what you said. Now, they've got to learn to do that, but you know we can't require people to forgive us. We can't hurt them and say, hey, it's your obligation to forgive me. We need to be careful what we say because sometimes if we're not, it's troublesome to our soul and it's troublesome to the souls of others. And when others, especially those we care about and love are troubled, well, it, it troubles us. Sometimes things that we may say to our spouse, things we may say to one of our children, something we may say at work, something we may say to a neighbor, and it can linger on. And so guard your mouth, tame, guard your tongue, save your soul from troubles. What do we read about the wise man? You know, in Proverbs, there's so much about speech in Proverbs. And in Proverbs, some of the greatest things we seek are wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. And if we have wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, we're pretty much guaranteed to be successful in life. And look how all of those come together here in Proverbs 17, 27 through 28. He who restrains his words has knowledge. He who has a cool spirit is a man of understanding. Even a fool, when he keeps silent, is considered wise. When he closes his lips, he's considered prudent. What do we see? Having a cool spirit, not being someone who just explodes, has an outburst of anger, just says whatever comes onto his mind without a filter, without thought, is considered wise. You've probably heard the old saying, I don't know if it's Abe Lincoln, Mark Twain, or all of them, or who knows, but simply said something like, you know, I kept my mouth shut and people thought I was a fool. I opened it wide and removed all doubt. Well, sometimes we're like that. Sometimes it's just best to stay quiet. Sometimes it's just best to not say anything. Now, this doesn't mean you give someone the silent treatment because that can be painful too. But I'll tell you, it's better to say nothing than to say words that you will regret later and that may be difficult to smooth over, may be difficult to take back. Words are like deep, like morsels that go deep into the soul. Sometimes painful words that are spoken are very difficult to be forgotten. And so if we've done that, we need to, you know, apologize, confess, clear it up, ask God to help the person who received those words to release them and forgive. If that's been done with us, we need to take that to God. But how much better just to not do it in the first place? How much better to just guard our mouth? So how do you do it? One thing I think of is we need to pray. And in Psalm 141, verse 3, the psalmist prays to God, set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Indeed, the the fruit of the Spirit, the ninth fruit of the Spirit is self-control. And one of the places we most need self-control is with our speech. Sometimes it's just better left unsaid. Sometimes it's just better to not say it. 
And maybe you've been in that situation. You're about to say something, and this little thought comes to your mind, maybe I just shouldn't say this. Maybe it's best I just keep my mouth shut right now. Well, if that's the case, you probably ought to listen to it. It may well be the Spirit of God saying, have a little self-control right here. Put a guard over your mouth. Watch your lips. Don't say, think before you speak here. Give some thought to the implications, the ramifications, how this is going to be received, how someone's going to think this about this, what might, how much effort it might take to clear up in the, in the days, weeks, months, or years ahead to, to clear up what you're about to say that might be harmful and damaging. Brothers and sisters, we want to have edifying, life-giving speech. Because we're not perfect and because sometimes there's still crud in our hearts, it's so easy to let the bad stuff come out that's hurtful, painful, and deadly. Guard your heart and guard your mind. Guard your lips. Be careful with what you say. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Commit your tongue to the Lord, your heart and your tongue. Lord, these belong to you. I want my words, the meditation of my heart, and the words of my mouth to be pleasing in your sight. And if they're not, then just help me not say it. Help me to be quiet. That's the, that's the wise course of, of, of action. Amen? Father in heaven, we do come to you today, and we give you our hearts, and we give you our tongues, our mouth. We ask that you be cleansing our heart, taking out the crud, the gook, the negative, the bad thoughts, the anger, the resentment, the hurt, the pain, the gossip, the slander, the envy, the jealousy. Lord, cleanse these things out of our heart. Help us to be a content person who walks with our God. Help us to be filled up with the good treasure of your word. Help us to believe who you are and believe what you say about us so that our words, are, so that our heart might be filled with what is good and true and right and pure. You've said that you want us to have clean hands, a, a, a godly mouth, and a clean and a pure heart. The pure in heart shall see you. We ask, O oh God, for a pure heart. Might you work within us. We offer you our heart. Lord, do the heart surgery you need to do to make us the people you want us to be. And Lord, might we also have a guard over our mouth. Help us not just be people who just blurt out whatever comes into our minds. Help us, Lord, to be thinking, is this edifying? Is this good? Does this need to be said? How will this be received? Is is this helpful to others? Help us, Father, to think before we speak. Lord, set a guard over our mouth, we pray. We ask for your help in this. We ask the filling of your spirit today so that we would have self-control even in the words we use. And I pray, Father, for those of us who are here and we come day by day, that our mouths would be our words, would be life-giving words. Oh, Lord, give us the people in our sphere of influence. Might we be giving life-giving words to them. Those who aren't saved, Lord, give us opportunities to share the gospel. Those who need encouragement, let us encourage them. Those who need a word of comfort, let us comfort them. Those who need a word of reproof, let us reprove them in a life-giving way. Deliver us, Lord, from words that destroy. We pray for this. We give you our heart and our tongue, and our life to glorify you this day. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. I just love the Bible. It's so practical. It's so down to earth. 
it is heavenly. It tells us how to get to heaven. It tells us how to have a relationship with the unseen God, how our spirit can be renewed through him. But it's also so practical. You practice what we talk about here, and you're going to be more successful in your life, your family, your work, your community, as a citizen, your church, all of these things. God's ways are good. God's path is good. That's why we come here every day to get into the Word of God, talk about it, put His treasure in our heart so that that guides our life and guides our relationships and guides our speech. So if you're new today, a special welcome. I do hope you'll subscribe to the channel, hit the notify button so you know when we're going live, and uh, you know, leave a comment, like the video, and share with your friends. Post it on your social media. Tell them, hey, I don't know if you know Tom Short does this daily Bible study, and tell them you enjoy it and invite them to come here as well. If you're new here, if you're if you're new, again, we're here every day, 8:30 a.m. live. But you can always watch the video later in the day because they always stay up. I never take them down. And uh, you can also listen on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platform. Just search for Tom the Preacher and you can find me. If you don't get my daily emails, go to my website, tomthepreacher.com, and subscribe to the daily emails. And that way some of what I would talk about here, you can get there as well. So until we meet tomorrow, might God bless you, strengthen you, fill you with his word, his good treasure so that spills out through your mouth. I love you guys. You're good soil. It's so wonderful to sow the seed on your life. I know God's changed you. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.